Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. This week, we've got news from Atlassian, including some updates to Confluence and Portfolio. We're going to take a look at an update of Spartez's chat for Jira service desk and a new product from Adaptivist. Brenda Burl is off today. I'm Ryan Spilkin, and I'm joined today by Matthew Stubblefield. Hey, Matthew. It's a bit of a throwback uh, podcast day, it seems. Yeah, we've got a special surprise for you at the end if you stick around. If you know the podcast, if you've listened to us in the in the, the distant past, the day, you would know what's coming after this episode. So, Matthew... I mean, you wouldn't, probably, because there were so many things. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, give it a guess. Maybe pause. Send us an email to learn at adaptus.com <laughs> with your guess. Then continue reading. That's what you should do right now. <laughs> Oh, that's evil. Then unpause. Don't forget to unpause. <laughs> well, um, we're reading your answers from an envelope attached to our foreheads currently. All right. So first things first, Matthew, we, Portfolio 2.23. We just talked about Portfolio two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And the the uh, blog post, the little thing that we'll reference in the SoundCloud description, you would be forgiven for thinking it's identical to what we talked about two weeks ago. It's very, very similar. There are a couple of additional bullet points. The key that we wanted to bring to your attention, our dear listeners, is at the very bottom. There's a new paragraph added about how when Portfolio 3.0 comes out, which as a reminder, will only be compatible with Jira 8 and newer. Was it 8 or 7.2, Ryan? Um, it was 7.2. Okay, so uh, 7.2 and newer. Um, classic plans, quote unquote, portfolio classic plans uh, will no longer work. You'll have to, you have to migrate. And in particular, you're going to want to migrate before you upgrade. Um, I don't think this is that big a deal. Uh, when you look at the, the blog post, it, it links out to some migration stuff. I doubt many of you are, uh, our listeners are actually using classic plans or kind of old school. Um, any plan you've created in the last year or two is probably going to be the newer version, the Should live be. plan. But uh, take a look uh, at the the post and the the resources in the SoundCloud description. Make sure you have switched over to the uh, what are called live plans before you upgrade uh, Jira and Portfolio to the newest versions. If you're on a live plan, then you can use the quote-unquote new experience, uh, which shifts some things around and uh, supposedly makes it all more intuitive. And if you are a portfolio user and you've been using the new plans for a while, we'd love to know what you think. So email us at learn at adaptivist.com. And now on to Confluence. There is something that has finally come to Confluence that when I saw this now, okay, it's come to Confluence Cloud just to make me jealous. Um, but there has a feature that is now in Confluence Cloud that I am just so tickled about. And you're now able to edit the page tree directly in the navigation. You don't have to go into the reorder pages function. You can just do it. And I, when I used to be heavy into editing documents, when that was my primary response, one of my primary responsibilities, I would have killed someone in front of their parents for this function. (laughs) Maybe that's a bit much. I would have sacrificed at least a pinky toe. Okay. Maybe that's a bit much. 
It's still a bit much, but it was, it was a big deal. Like the instance that Ryan and I used to work with, we were at a university, we had a real big public confluence instance. Um, at one point we took a day and we reorganized pages and edited, and it didn't take that long. It was like eight hours of four of us sitting in a room. Um, but it was, I think we ended up at like 900 and something pages that we, we, you know, reorganized based on a plan we'd put together. Uh, this looks really slick. And what I think is particularly neat about it, it's, it's been a long time coming. For those of you who go to Atlassian Summit Conference, one of the, so the perennial features at Summit is a ship it. So Atlassian, uh, staff at Atlassian, they kind of come together and they do these, these sort of 24-hour coding challenges, try to make something new in 24 hours. And recently, they've had ship it live at Summit, which has been pretty cool. Like they've got teams that are doing it. Uh, our dear friend Jeff Thomas uh, Lassian has been uh, running this for a few years, and uh, this this live tree navigation has been a ship it for have, the last several summits. I have voted for it at every ship it I've been to. <laughs> That's serious. They, I have voted for it every yeah. single ship it, and I've I. They haven't cracked it. They hadn't been able. They hadn't gotten it working. It now they have, and it's live on cloud, and that's super exciting. Uh, Confluence cloud team at Atlassian, kudos to you to that ship a team. Well done. And, and if, for all of us in Serverland, please, dear God, do not make this a data center only feature. We, we need it on server. Please, 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 give it to us on server, folks. If you're listening out there in Atlassian land, we're talking to you directly. And speaking of over in Atlassian land. Matthew, it should have been quiet on the cloud front. It does seem like, you know, a few months ago, we were talking about cloud every single episode. Tons of updates rolling out, new things. And we kind of looked through the blogs. We looked through the, our usual place for release notes. Saw nothing. Seems, it seems suspiciously yeah. quiet. Yeah, so we're keeping an eye on it. It's entirely possible that Atlassian has moved where they're announcing cloud stuff yet again, and we just haven't caught up. Oh, that would be bad. There could be a fourth new place that we're not looking at. So uh, we seem to be plugging our email address way more frequently than usual. But if you're at Atlassian and you know where we should be looking for cloud updates, email us at learnandadaptivist.com because we want to report to our listeners what they need to be keeping an eye out for. Uh, and uh, since you guys move fast, you're quick like a gazelle. It's hard to keep up. Such beautiful animals. I, I, suspect, there's, I suspect there's things happening in the background. And we're going to, as a reminder, Atlassian Summit is coming up in a mere two months. We are now two months away uh, from the next Atlassian Summit. And I think we're going to see some real exciting things. You know, speaking of Summit, do you want another chance to plug the, the email address? <laughs> because if you're going it, to Summit, we want to see you. So email us be- at learn. <laughs> All right. Oh, do we want to mention the Slack IPO? Um, I don't know. Um, have you read much about it? Just a little. I have read, okay, uh, so, I've read two articles and they basically yeah. say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it was sort of a privately scheduled IPO. They're valued at 40 billion, which was shocking. Um, but we don't have a lot of details other than that. Like we don't know when it's actually, and notably Slack is not Atlassian. Um, they've got a, a you know, they acquired, uh, Lassian's sort of IP instant messenger IP and but user base in a lot of ways for the users that decided to go with Slack, which presumably not everybody did. No. I think a lot did, no. but uh, but it was, um, it was heavily suggested. Yeah, it's it is interesting to see 
um, the perspective size of that. Uh, uh, and I mean, they're, they're in good shape. So, but we, we don't have a lot of details yet. We'll, still keep it, we'll keep it on the radar for our faithful listeners out there. Indeed. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep an eye on that. It'll be, I, what I'm really interested in seeing in the coming year are more of these partnerships between Atlassian and other companies. And to see the, the fruit of that, see what else comes out of that. Cause we're seeing more integrations built between Jira and Slack um, and between Bitbucket and Slack. And, and I suspect we're going to start seeing some status page type stuff. Uh, so I want to see where else Atlassian goes with those types of partnerships to leverage, you know, existing excellent tools. And speaking of chat-based tools, our next segment, from the realm of our partners, Spartez has issued a pretty cool update to their tremendous Chat for Jira Service Desk product, and here to tell us the story about where Chat for Jira Service Desk came from and how it's evolved are Jacek and Pavel from Spartez. Guys, welcome. Hello, Ryan. Welcome. Hi, Ryan. Nice to meet you. It is Thank a, you for having us. Hey, it's a real pleasure. Thank you for joining us. So, listen... I don't know. I don't know if I can expose my sources here, but I've heard that the creation of Chat for Jira Service Desk was a hold my beer moment. Can you tell us about that? I, yes, I told you. <laughs> I, I, I told you. I think that saying this hold my beer will blow in our face. <laughs> Actually, the disc, uh, it was quite uh, quite interesting because uh, uh, Pavel uh, back then was representing support team and I was representing marketing. Uh, so I had this brilliant idea, knowing that... Um, you should we, see this, those quotation marks are on <laughs> Yeah, knowing that we care a lot about support. So why don't we... Like, why, so I thought that maybe we should be even closer to customers. So what about using some chat solution, like live chat solution? And uh, I went to Pavel. Uh, we discussed this idea. He liked it at first, I guess, right? Then I said no, but I had less, uh, not, yeah, not much yeah, to say. Yeah, but at first he liked it. And we tried um, ex- um, existing solutions, uh, like, uh, for example, live chat. We tried uh, intercom. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't like them because... Uh, Pavel, maybe you could say a few words. Why, 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 why didn't you like them? Okay, well, first of all, there are multiple, multiple reasons. First of them, I had my Jira to take care of. Uh, Jira services. Jira service desk. Yeah, because we, had, we are handling support via service desk, and we were handling support via this live chat solution. In the end, I had two Jiras to handle. First of them, one, my one Jira with my tickets from my clients, which I had to like, resolve as fast as possible. And afterwards, I had to go to Intercom and resolve problem there as well. I was always lacking the context. For example, somebody came to Intercom and then he came to our Jira. And he said, okay, but I mentioned before that I had attached these logs. So I said, okay, but where are those logs? And he said, oh, on the chat. So I had to go to chat. It's like one big mess. People were coming to Jira, then on chat, and someone else was taking over. Yeah, oh, different one agents, big mess. different context. So one we wanted we wanted it to be to be um, we wanted to be closer to customers. We wanted to make it even better, but actually it was a mess, and they were furious. They were talking to different people, and we didn't like it at all. So yeah, we lack, had this, lack of context. Yeah. One, we needed one source of truth. Exactly, uh, and we had this kind of fight in the kitchen, and then one of the founders <laughs> uh, came and said, "Guys, come on!" It, let me let, let me try to develop this thing, and we like looked at each other and say, "Okay, let's let's give it a try." And we actually did not believe this. On the yeah, if it's honest, if it's even yeah. possible. And he said the phrase you mentioned, like "hold my hold beer." Hold my beer. And he wasn't <laughs> holding a beer. This manner of speech, just so uh, he just developed it. 
just like that. <laughs> Chat for service desk. That's in the service desk, like literally, like yeah, yeah. in service desk. Because we dro- after all, we I remember we dropped this live chat solution altogether, yeah, and he said, "Is it ready for production?" And I said, "Yes, deploy to our Jira." And without talk, just asking any any more question, we decided to just go for it. We are not going to test it anymore. We just have to deploy it in production and in a very kind of basic version. Like it started quite quite uh, yeah zero no, something simple, something yeah. yeah no it was one snapshot version. But so, it was doing. The- what it was supposed to do. It was handling the live conversations with customers in service desk, right? So how mm-hmm. did so how did your clients respond initially? Uh, to what? To this chat to, solution? To the, yeah. Well, did they even notice a difference? And did your agents notice? Like, what was the change when you implemented it? Well, the agents is a strong word. There were only two of us, uh, two agents. So now, yeah. Right. So, what, so did first you, thing, what I observed. Uh, I had much easier time tracking the problems of a client. Whenever they contact us via chat, I see that, oh my God, okay, he's on chat. So I know he's online right now. I can try to respond to him immediately. That's first thing. Second thing, I can see if he had already some problems with our plugins in the past, I can... So you try have to, context. Yeah, I have context. I can connect the dots. I can see previous logs. I know what's going on. I can see previous history of him. I, I can really try to help him out right now. And still you're using only one thing. One yeah. Jira service, that's, that's all. Yeah, right? I have to track one thing. I have one place for reports. I was, I was thrilled. I was even pushing to deploy as early version as possible. Because nice. there, there were many questions. Oh, we will not our break our Jira. And I said, let's be, the, let's be Dr. Jekyll. The Dr. Jekyll, you know the story of Dr. Jekyll who drank his own uh, I've, concoction. I've heard about it. I've heard it. <laughs> yeah, so I said, let's be Dr. Jekyll and hope that there will be no Mr. Hyde. And fortunately, <laughs> there was no Mr. Hyde. And we show it. And after a few months of uh, lunch, uh, we went to Atlassian Summit in Barcelona. Uh, we showed it to Atlassian partners, uh, to the customers. And uh, I would say, I would risk to say that it was the one of the hottest up of the summit, we had queues of people wanting to, to see it, and they gave us tons of feedback. One of the things they wanted was a chat view for an agent as well. Yeah. So not only the client would use the, the, the window of a chat and like uh, live updates, but they wanted the chat to have the similar experience. So we added it. Nice. Now, uh, we, we added, added also knowledge-based base. integration. Uh, so uh, our main differentiators are that we are focused a lot uh, on agents. We want agents to have a very good experience and we want it to be very uh, connected with service desk. That's why you have right now knowledge base integration and still you can use things that you are used to uh, on using service desk like automation, like country responses and stuff. So you don't have to learn anything new, right? Yeah, you can keep it like simple. Standalone chat is good solution. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. good. I would say I wouldn't say it's bad. It's like some people might like it, some might some might not. Service desk as well. It's a good solution. Some might like it, some might not. But we try to combine those best of those two worlds: the good things you have in chat and the good things you have in your service desk. And we try to overlap them. I don't know how to say it. Mm, those things that are not present in one of those and combine them in. Uh, in one big part. So that is really tremendous. Um, tell me, because I think that's I think it's so cool, and the way that you're trying to solve pain for the people, I mean, like you're solving it for yourself. You're easing your own pain, and by doing this, you're helping countless people. Um, but tell me about if you do like to work from an, a chat client such as Slack. Mm-hmm. How does that feel with uh, Chat for Jira Service Desk? 
I love that question. Actually, we we heard it a few times, and uh, right now it's um, on our roadmap, and uh, we are trying to uh, to add the option for an agent to still be using Slack, but using chat, right? So we try to like. First of all, we need to know how it can be connected. There, yeah. there's a lot of legwork will have to be done in order to. The UX itself, how it would like to work, how people would like to see it. First of all, we need to gather feedback from uh, from people how they would like to how they would see this implemented, and afterwards we can start thinking about it. Yeah. Actually, we, we are we already started thinking about well it. thinking on the, on the yeah, roadmap, right? right? Yeah, so, it is on the road. But like, for now, we don't have like the, the 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 solution for this. But we we understand the need and we are trying to address it. That's awesome, guys! Fantastic. How how do, how do you like it to work? If you, our listeners, are interested in feeding some of that feedback to the guys at Spartes, can you send me a link that they could input feedback to? Of course. Go to spartes.com. There is a chat button on the bottom right side. Just use the chat. That's it. <laughs> or you can go to the marketplace page of chat. Then there's a link to the public roadmap when this issue is addressed. And you can leave yeah. a comment. Upvoted this. Yeah, we have publicized a roadmap on Trello. Yeah, on yeah. Trello. So we can leave a comment. You can give a thumbs up if uh, to the issue itself. A comment and the thumbs up is ideally. But like the means of communicating with us are free. First of all, you can go to our uh, web page, start a chat with us. You can contact us, support at spartas.com. That's our email address. And of course, you can go to uh, you can go to the roadmap, which we can share with you. I don't know how, but yeah, we can share with you. Maybe right. in the description. Great. Yeah. Well, we'll put that in the, des- the description of our SoundCloud. And so our listeners can go there to check it out and uh, hang out with the guys from Spartes. Jacek, Pavel, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you, Ryan. No problem. It's always a pleasure. All right. Once again, thanks to the guys from Spartes for coming in. They're good guys. And lastly, some exciting news from Adaptivist. But before we get to the news, I have a question, and that is, is your Jira data as secure as you think? I mean, I would like to think mine is, but I'm, I've, I've been known to be wrong. Well, if you're concerned about safety for your Jira data, Adaptivist has launched encryption for Jira on the marketplace. So one of the challenging things with security is, I mean, there's, there's obviously like the ethical side of it, right? Like we owe it to people to safeguard their data and, you know, for our companies, you know, maybe we're tracking intellectual property and the work that we're doing. Like we want to, we want to keep that secure. If we've got a public facing bug tracker, we want to keep that secure, but there's a legal side to it. That's really hard to keep up with. Uh, years ago when I was um, working with Jira and Confluence and with an ERP system at a state university, the state passed a law that effectively made the combination of any two pieces of personal information made that you had to keep it secure. Uh, and there were different security levels we had to learn about, but like if it was protected information, we had to take additional steps to keep it secure. And that meant if you had somebody's you know, name and email address, that became information we had to keep secure. Uh, and I, when you've got a public facing you know, instance, that, that becomes tricky. So having something we can install and just flip a switch and it's encrypted, uh, that's, that's, that's uh, tremendous. Let's say it puts my mind at ease, right? Um, like it's it's something that we can we can put in, and it's it's encrypting you know all of that information, 
attachments are particularly huge because people don't think about them, right? You've got something in a PDF, you've got a spreadsheet, you've got something, you throw it on there. Um, having this in, encrypted is, is just really nice and having it done so simply through the interface. It's actually something we have struggled with at Adaptus in the past. That's part of the reason why we were investigating this uh, because having data encrypted, you know, lets you share it in different ways. We use Google apps for a business. Uh, data that's stored on Google Drive is encrypted at rest. That's really nice. But we had to be very careful to make sure we didn't attach things to Jira tickets if it was sensitive. We could put it in Drive and we could link it. Um, but that's that's not as intuitive all the time, right? So you're always having to think about it. This is one less thing that you necessarily have to be thinking about. You can just have it encrypted in your Jira instance. Yeah. So we are we are very thrilled to offer this now on the Atlassian Marketplace. And of course, information for it will be found in our description on SoundCloud. All right, Matthew. Well, it's been a lot of fun throwing it back to the old school. Yeah. And for those of you who are enjoying the old school jive, stay tuned for lightning sounds that Ryan used to have a sound effect for, but we don't do anymore. <laughs> yeah, coming straight to you. All right, so are you enjoying the podcast? Please feel free to like and share it on any social media channel you so choose. Also, visit Adaptivist on social at Adaptivist. And if you want to be a guest, you have questions, or you just want to chat, email us at learn at adaptivist.com. So for Matthew Stubblefield, I'm Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you next time on Adaptivist Live. This, okay, the guys from Spartes have a special request, and that's to bring back the lightning round. All right, Yay. guys. What? And VHS. Bring back VHS. Don't, no, no, no. Well, well, we'll come close to that. All right, guys. In one minute or less, your favorite science fiction spaceship and why? Pavel, go. Spaceship Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> the, 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 the station? It's look, no, Battlestar Galactica was a spaceship. You haven't seen it. I can, oh, I can, oh, I can see it immediately. You haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, the best TV show ever made. Battlestar Galactica. It's, so it's not why? just a Deep Space Nine ripoff? <gasps> oh, no. Oh no. Oh you're so you're so lucky you're so far away from me right now. <laughs> oh, 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 oh I did a bad thing. I did a bad thing. <laughs> no, no, no. And why? Because it's so sleek and sexy. I need to fly one once, one once once of these days. And if you can add the wheels to it, actually you can I think you can drive it on the roads. Oh my god, it would be so cool <laughs> driving Battlestar Galactica. No, okay, I can I change my I change my answer. Battlestar Galactica with wheels, which I can drive. Yeah, I, I will drive one such one day. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Jacek, you? Uh, I would say the Starfighter from Star Wars. Um, the X-Wing? Yeah, the X-Wing. Exactly, yeah. Wait a minute. You didn't know it was called an X-Wing? Uh, I thought it's called Starfighter, but uh, Pavel was like whispering to my ear, it's X-Wing, X-Wing. So <laughs> let's say it's an X-Wing. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and, and you? We don't, you say? we don't like Y-Wings because why? We, exactly. <laughs> why, why is this even a thing, right? Or a B-Wing. Yeah. What's the point? Y-Wings. Why Y-Wings? And yours? And yours, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go with the Imperial Command ships from Star Wars, the ones with the okay. triangle wings that fold down and look all badass. Ah, 
Yeah. Ah. Okay. It will, it, but there are not wings, you know, because there is no. No, no. Space. But Star Wars is just wizards in space. It's like whatever. Yeah. They're just beautiful. Yeah, spaceships. and they have sounds yeah. and stuff, which is not possible. But still, yeah, I love the swooshing sounds of the Starfighter. <laughs> I'm not going to show how it sounds, but you know what I mean. 